Oh, hey, I'm Grace, and I'm the host of this podcast, She Builds Me Up. She is my neighbor, my friend, my sister, my mentor, and my inspiration. She's the everyday woman that surrounds me all the time. We laugh together, we cry together, and we love together. I value her because of the amazing gifts she shares with me. Come and join my tribe and let's build something amazing together. This is where we uplift one another, we let our guards down, we invest fully in one another, and we become stronger by doing so. Together, we are going to get into the nitty gritty of this weird world of adult friendships. We're gonna combat our challenges and have fun while doing it. Okay, we are on She Builds Me Up, episode what feels like 100 in the days of quarantine. I'm on the phone with my dear friend Cassie. Cassie, if you want to say hi. Hello. Hello. She is living in St. Louis right now, my hometown. And the best city in the, the best USA. city. In the, I see. And you're not even from there and you think that. That's why we are such uh, good friends. Yeah, um, I moved away and came back. Oh, that's how much I love it. See, oh my gosh, St. Louis yeah. is the best. Um, Cassie and I yeah. met what probably five ish years ago. Um, because uh, we was it more than that? Six, six years ago. Yeah, I think it was before that. Oh, you're right. It was. It was right when I first got married. So it was almost seven years ago. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And we went to church together. And the reason we became friends is because at our church, we have a program where we kind of get assigned people to, like, kind of watch over and, like, make sure they're doing okay. It's a fantastic program. Um, And I got assigned to Cassie. And I was so, so excited because I was like, oh, this is my excuse to, like, get to know Cassie. Yes, yes. And so we started having what dinner on the yeah. regular, on the regular, and mm-hmm. it just kind of grew from there. So, yeah. and then I've yeah. I've gotten in touch with you when I've gone home a few times too. So it's just been a fantastic yeah. friendship all around, if you know what I mean. I've known you before you were married, and then when you were married, and then yeah. after you had kids, yeah, and then after you had another kid, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. Just part of your life. Going full yep. circle, going for full circle. Um, so <laughs> yeah. we're still social distancing, and you are. Tell us about your dog that you just got right before the social distancing. Oh, he is the best monster in the world. He is a mastiff mix. I got him from Stray Rescue, which is a lovely organization here. Um, and I got him right before all the crap hit the fan with this COVID-19 stuff. And he's been an absolute blessing to have. That's so great. Minus the, yeah, minus the, um, well, attacking another dog in the park. Oh, man. Um, we're just kind of glossing over that, pretending that that yeah. didn't happen and that, No, it didn't know, happen. I'm training him and that things <laughs> are going to be okay, you know, whatever. Just ignore that. But, um, yeah. yeah, he's been an absolutely wonderful, sweet dog. Um, yeah, we're just learning manners, and it's just been so awesome to have something that I can, you know, hug. Yes, <laughs> Because, yes. you know, I'm not married, I'm, I'm not married, and I don't have any roommates, so it's, yeah, just having a little buddy, companion, that I can, you know, hug, yeah. give loves, and, yeah, yeah, it's been, it's been nice. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Um, yeah. So. And he gets me outside, so. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. That's what my kids do for me, so. 
So that means I have to shower. Ah, uh, yeah. I like haven't. More than once a week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I feel you. I feel you. The biggest <laughs> thing we've like been that. doing is having bonfires. And so that's making me shower because I smell like smoke. Oh. So you know how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, <laughs> well, let's yeah, go ahead and um, dive into the topic for the day. Okay. Um, now, the, cho- the topic that you chose for today, I'm going to let you go ahead and introduce it. And I want you to tell us why you chose this topic and what brought you okay. to this being the message that you felt you wanted to share today. Okay. Um, I, I chose the topic, um, Living Without Regret. And, you know, when you contacted me, when you first contacted me about this, I... It's kind of sitting, I'm like, what in the world can I share? Like, you know, what's different about my point of view? Or, And this just kind of popped into my head. And I started thinking about it. And I really kind of realized that it is a very kind of unique thing that I do. Um, it's a unique kind of process that I've kind of developed over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, choosing to to live without any regret, basically. So if it's... Basically, I kind of call it a rubric. I don't know if that's the right word. Yeah. Um, but I also think of it like a, a function. Yeah. I don't know if you remember in math how there were functions like, you know, f of x equals y. Yeah. So it's um, it's kind of like you, you put something in, a little machine or function, you know, does a certain set of rules to it, and that spits out the answer. Well, I kind of feel like how I've set up my, my life... <laughs> Or yeah. not my life, but you know, kind of this important decision making is by um, asking myself, like, okay, will I regret this decision if I make it? You know, will I regret not doing it, or if I will? If sorry, if I will regret doing it, you know, of course I don't do it. Right. Um, but if I think that there's a chance that I might regret not doing it, then um, that kind of gives me the push to okay. to to do it. Yeah. Gotcha. So, so obviously it took you time to come to that. So like what led up to you realizing that that was your rubric in your life? Right. Um, honestly, it kind of started, I think when I was younger, um, like I have a very unique parents, <laughs> as I think sure most people would, would say. Um, but you know, my dad, bless his heart, he's, he would try to, um, try to say things, I think, to encourage me to make decisions or to make decisions that he wouldn't have because he regrets, you know, not doing things when he was younger. Like he regretted not asking a certain girl to dance or not asking, um, or telling somebody how he felt. He regretted, you know, not going to medical school. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I kind of always heard that. And I think that over time it, it kind of sunk into me like, well, I don't want to regret things. You know, I don't want that to happen to me. So yeah, I'm going to change, you know, I'm going to change that behavior. And, but it was, it was, you know, unconscious or subconscious yeah yeah subconscious you know before then and I think um you know over the years through you know undergrad and you know kind of starting different um you know having different larger life decisions that I slowly kind of developed that and then also 
gaining self-awareness in in therapy like yeah I'm a huge proponent in therapy um I think everybody in the world needs to go to therapy um Agreed. the world would be a much better place but um but, you know, going over time, like, you know, becoming more self-aware and analyzing why, you know, I do certain things or why certain behavior is the way it is in myself. You know, this is, oh, okay, so this is what I set up in my life. This is, okay. And it became a more of a conscious decision okay. at that point. Gotcha. So, yeah, does that make sense? I feel like I just vomited no, that, a lot. No, that totally makes sense. Um, okay. So what has helped you to use this rubric? Like, how did you get brave enough? Because you talked a lot about in your email that you sent me. That it requires a lot of courage to, like, put yourself out there and to, quote, live life without regret. So what gives you yeah. that courage to be able to use this rubric that you've made up for your life? Um, I think, honestly, a lot of it started, started slowly. I think, you know, slower decisions. And I think also... Mainly, I think, just reflecting on, you know, do I really want my life to have regret? Do I really want to, I guess it was just kind of putting myself, you know, 30 years in the future. Like, am I going to regret not telling this guy that, you know, I was interested in him? Yeah. So that's kind of what always kind of pushed me over the edge a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. And definitely not easy. And it's, it's hard. It's really hard. And, but over time, you know, it becomes easier. Yeah. And, you know, that's how most things are in life, you know. It's, yeah. It's really hard at first, but, you know, after a while and after practice, um, you know, you're able to apply that to larger situations and larger scenarios in your life. And well, it just becomes easier. It just becomes a part of, you know, the way you roll. That's the way I roll now. That's so. right. I love that you said that because I feel like as I read through your email and as I thought a lot about how have I have I applied this same kind of rubric in my life and I think I have just not consciously kind of like how you've come to it consciously but just this idea that and I've talked a lot about this in my other episodes how I grew up painfully shy and at the at the end of the day a lot of what shyness is is that you're just afraid to talk to someone or to go to that party or to do whatever it is that you're really secretly want to do but you just can't get yourself to do it and then you regret not doing it because you got in your own in your own way if that makes sense and so I feel like as I've come to myself and had through a lot of self-awareness and stuff like that I've realized that the more times that I face my fear and the more times that I talk to that person that I really am afraid to talk to or I go to that party that I'm really afraid to go to, the easier it has become to the point where now, like, I still feel a little bit of the fear to talk to someone new, but, like, it's almost not there at all. It's just interesting how doing something over and over again, even if it's scary, can eventually lead to a strength of yours as opposed to a weakness. Right, and it's kind of, like, I also got to a point in my life where I'm like, what's the worst that could happen, you know? And then I actually, I guess I kind of learned this in therapy too, but, you know, I kind of walked through, what's the worst that can happen in a scenario? Oh, well, he can, you know, if, it's, if I try to tell, you know, a guy that I'm interested in dating him, you know, if he says, oh, you know, Cassandra, you are the scariest, ugliest 
person in the world. I never want to see you again. You make me want to vomit. You know, I'm like, okay, I can deal with that. And then this is how I move on from that. So that's like your worst case scenario. Right. And that anything better than that or anything, you know, different than that would be great. So, and it's usually things are not as bad as you build them up in your head. They're not. So I think, yeah, learning how to overcome that fear, just push yourself, you know, is absolute key. It's, so I guess it's kind of the, um, you know, living without regret and using that kind of tool, it, it pushes you into action. Yeah. I guess is what, yeah. what's helped me, you know, it's pushed me into actually doing things. Well, and I think a lot so. of it too has to do with your relationship with yourself. And what I mean by yeah. that is when I think of worst case scenario, maybe 15 years ago, like, and I'm going to use your example of telling a guy that I like, that I like him. Like, I don't think I could have handled that worst case scenario. Like going to someone and saying, Hey, I, I have feelings for you. And him coming back being like, Oh, you repulsed me. Like in my mind, that would just be utterly devastating. I would never be able to get over it. Where yeah. if you're good with yourself and you like love yourself without needing that outer validation, then even if that does right. happen, it doesn't, the idea of crumpling, that's okay. Like, of course it's going to hurt, but you know that yeah. you can survive it. So right, I think that's right. obviously a factor as well. Yes, um, that is, that's very true. So let's hear something. over, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I, just, I was just going to ask what are some examples of when you've done this in your life, large and small? No. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I guess <laughs> there was that one, you know, when I had a, a best friend in college. Um, you know, he, he was my friend and we just, uh, I just thought, I was like, oh, well, you know, it would be awesome if we could date. So... I, you know, spent through a lot of times, like, should I, you know, should I tell him, should I do anything, should I risk this friendship, should I, whatever, and, and, you know, this is before I kind of made this, um, kind of this rule in my head, um, and I started thinking, like, well, you know, if I don't, um, I'll probably regret it, you know, so I, then I kind of played through my head, you know, and this was, you know, process of weeks, <laughs> yeah, of course, about this, you know, going through my head, um, I ended up, yeah, just telling him one night, I was like, you know, I, you know, you, you don't have to say anything, I don't really, you know, expect anything, but, you know, this is kind of what I'm thinking, and, you know, let me know what you think, too, um, and, you know, of course, he didn't feel the same way, uh, he, he got back to me, you know, and that was yeah. fine, like, of course, it was, you know, devastating at the time, and it was, it was sad, but, and our friendship was really kind of weird for a little bit, but afterwards, it was totally fine, you know, and, and it was kind of, I don't know, it was kind of like, I, I guess, like you said, you know, learning that your value and your worth is not dependent upon that, Yeah. Um, you know, that you do have things to offer um uh, does that make any sense no that I, totally makes sense I yeah that, that kind of does yeah okay yeah um i guess another kind of ridiculous example is um <laughs> when i was um i studied abroad in australia when i was an undergrad uh-huh um so we were i was with the other international students and we were oh that was another just kind of like 
do something, fly by the seat of my pants, make a decision and go with it. Yeah. Because I'll regret it. That's that's what this whole trip was. Um, it was a cluster in itself. Just <laughs> the whole thing. But, but anyway, so, um, yeah, story for a different day. But um, so these are, we were swimming in this lake in this beautiful island called Fraser Island in northern New South, uh, no, South uh, Queensland. And, and this beautiful lake, I'm like, you know, all of my classmates are swimming across to the other side of this Lake Wabi, and I was thinking, when in the world am I ever going to be able to have the opportunity to swim across this lake again? And I was like, okay, I do it. Started swimming, got halfway across the lake. I freaked the living crap out. Oh my I gosh. freaked out. <laughs> I hightailed it back to the other side of the of the lake and went back, and I just about, you know, died. Um, had a panic attack, you know, because water, deep water where I can't see the bottom just scares me. But. Oh my gosh. I cried. And I put myself out there. And <laughs> so I never regretted not trying it. So. Oh, so you didn't get to the other know, side? Oh, heavens no. Oh, I wow. I got like not even halfway before I like started to have a panic attack. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, that's different. If you made so, it halfway, I'd be like, well, you might as well just finish. But if you didn't make it halfway, I guess that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. No, it was, you know, it was. How yeah. long of a swim was that? Oh, not very far. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm not very good with judging distance from like here to, I don't know, like a block long, something like that. Well, and I really so. like that you used an example where you didn't accomplish that does that make sense like you tried it yeah. and you're so glad that you did but it was okay that you weren't able to complete it the point is that you right. tried because i think a lot of times right. we you could have lived with the regret of not just continuing but instead you're like no right. i finished and that's our sorry you didn't finish you tried and that's what's yeah, important. i tried <laughs> right. <laughs> right i tried um another big example though um was actually making the decision and going to architecture school. Yeah. Um, you know, I was living in Utah and cause I'm, you know, from Salt Lake, I grew up in Salt Lake and went to school in Southern Utah and then moved back up to Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I decided I wanted to go to architecture school. Um, so I was kind of you know, exploring different schools to go to and, and I just kind of, you know, realized and was really thinking like, okay, well, I can stay in Utah and try to get married. You yeah. know, kind of the thinking, you know, behind that. Classic story. Um, classic, yeah. Mormon Utah girl. Um, or I can try this, you know, something that I've always kind of, you know, that I've always wanted to do. That's always kind of, you know, been a part of me, something I feel really strongly about. Yeah. And... And, of course, I would regret not doing it. So that's kind of what I was like, oh, okay, well, then I got to do it. So I applied. Um, yeah. And how long was Went that decision school. process? Because the way you tell it sounds like you, like, made the decision on the fly. Yeah. It's, okay, so <laughs> the decision to actually to go into architecture was made kind of like a, you know, light switch kind of going off. It was kind of like a realization, like, oh. Oh yeah, duh. Of course, architecture is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. Um, but then to actually leave, you know, the comfort of the Utah bubble and yeah. to um, to 
put myself in a different place where I, you know, it was going to be different. It was going to be scary. It was going to be um, something completely unexpected. Yeah. Um, that was that was a process. Yeah. That was probably, I mean, a good, you know, several months at least, you know, six months even, you know, kind of deciding like but it wasn't just like you know just deciding because you know like I've traveled like I've done you know a lot of things beforehand um but it was just kind of like really internalizing like is this really what you should be doing or that you want to do yeah because and like really being honest with yourself basically Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so and I did and it was the best decision I've ever made in my life and I don't regret it I don't regret you know taking out the tons of loans that I did, you know, oh, yeah. you know, painful every single month, but, oh, um, yeah. I'll be paying off student loans the day I die, but it's, it's absolutely something that I would, I do not regret doing, and I would do it again if I had to. That's Cheers. awesome. And then you had another example that you told me about with your studying abroad in Finland. Oh, um, Yeah. Dude, I swear, all my examples are, like, surrounded guys. It's really <laughs> stupid. <laughs> but hey, you don't live with, just, re- with regrets. That's true, that's true. I don't live without regrets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I just totally had to crush on this guy in my in my church, my congregation. I was like, oh, I could go to Finland. Or, or I could, you know, study abroad again and go to Finland and... That'd be great, but, you know, there's this guy that I really think is cute, and, you know, maybe I could see what if it happens and whatnot. Well, of course, you know, my friends from school, they're they're getting ready to go to Finland, and they're just like, why aren't you coming? And I sat there for a second, and I'm like, yeah, why am I not going? <laughs> I'm like, seriously? Am I going <laughs> to not go because I, I kind of have a crush on a guy that I'm just hoping to maybe see? I will absolutely regret not going. Yeah. Well, it's good that you had the. Yeah, like you had the wisdom. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So okay, so we're talking about how living life without regret, it causes Mm -hmm. you to be more brave, but it also causes you to be more vulnerable. And so, how did you do this? And what value have you found in being vulnerable with others? Well, I think. I think the main value of this is, you know, on a, well, number one, honesty with yourself and with others, but also, um, I think being vulnerable with others, you immediately take down, um, people's defenses yeah. or it helps lower their walls, mm-hmm. um, pretty quickly because they tend to match or at least, you know, sane people tend to match your level, level of vulnerability. And yeah. and I found that, you know, when you're open and you you are vulnerable and show, you know, yourself and your heart to others, that they will, will do the same. Or they, you know, they drop their guard. They are open and you get somewhere yeah. more quickly with them, if that yeah. makes sense. No, it um, does. Yeah, so I think over, I think I also kind of, um, you know, mentioned, I kind of realized that over the last, I think, five years of my life, um, 
I guess, yeah, it was about when I moved back here five or six years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a friend that said that she loved me, and I was just like, that's, you know, weird. I'm like, why is she saying she loves me after every time, like, we would hang out? And, and I really kind of started thinking about it, and then, you know, that's when I was uh, kind of you know, doing some more self-discovery, blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> and, and then I started realizing, like, well, you know, what's the point? Like, I do love, you know, other people, and it takes nothing away from me to share my love with another person or to let them know how I feel about them. Yeah. Um, yeah, it takes absolutely nothing away from me. So I've, I kind of started telling other, you know, telling a friend, I was like, well, you know, I love you too. And the thing is, like, when I now say these things to people, like, it's sincere. Yeah. It's not like a rehearsed thing. Mm-hmm. But I, I guess that's where with me, you know, I, I absolutely mean these things, you know, it's, it's authentic. Like if I think somebody looks nice, I'll tell them, yeah. you know, I don't hold those things back um, because it takes nothing for me to make somebody, you know, maybe feel good or um, hopefully, you know, maybe they'll have a better day. So Right, and I yeah, feel like I, nice. you and I have kind of the same kind of mindset. We were talked about this a little bit before we started recording, um, but just this <clears> mindset <throat> of just like putting yourself out there with your relationships, and how yeah. for me it's just so enriching. It's just so enriching yeah. to say what you mean, mean what you say, and then they yeah. do it in return, and it's just kind of this like you get built up. I mean, that's the whole premise of this podcast here is like you're building others up with like your real, raw, vulnerable emotions. And sometimes yeah. those are good and sometimes those are bad, but the the point is that they're, mm-hmm. they're real, you know? Right. And the other thing, too, that I've kind of noticed, you know, when you do open yourself up and you do have these, you know, like you said, kind of like raw relationships, relationships with people, um, it also allows room for the relationship to, to grow, Um, in such a way that it it is more honest. So if you've done something to hurt the other person's feelings or if they've done something, you know, that kind of irks you, that you feel safe enough with each other because you've built that trust, that you're able to say to that person, hey, you know what, what you said kind of hurt my feelings the other day. Um, I don't know if that was intentional, but it kind of creates a, you know, safe little cocoon of friendship, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes a Um, lot of sense. Yeah, and so you are able to address these things without ego or without, um, yeah, just being open, honest, and you're able to, yeah, address these things that may um, have blown into huge issues uh, with other friends. And I feel like it's a little bit ironic that by being vulnerable, which is something that in the moment feels really insecure because you're, like, putting yourself (laughs) out there, what ends up happening is it secures your friendship with people. And then because of that security, that's when you have the comfort and the trust to bring those negative emotions to a friendship as well. Um, Yep, Yep. exactly. And And then I look at, yeah, I look at it like it's not, you know, these things aren't negative things. Like, yeah, they may have had a negative connotation, like another friendship, but with you and that person, like you are just sharing something that 
will make you both better yes. as friends yes. and better individuals and be able to cope in other situations with other people if you're able to you know, problem solve together in a safe space. Right, right, and that you confront the situation as opposed to just sweeping under a rug or not wanting right. to talk about it and just moving on, because that doesn't really work a lot of the times, because it's just good to confront, because that re- it adds yeah. more security, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, I think. And, it's, and you don't have to, you know, there is something to be <laughs> said about, you know, taking offense to things. And yes. I think, you know, you can't be you can't be sensitive like you can you know you can be sensitive but you can't allow yourself to get offended over something silly or something that the other person did not intentionally mean to do yeah um and that's just also you know part of growing up and you know learning that you know life is too short to hold grudges or to let things bother you that much so and that leads back to the regret thing where are you going to regret holding right. this grudge for the rest of your life? Are you going to regret never reconciling? Are you, you know what I mean? Like, it's interesting that right. this conversation has gone in this direction because it's something I feel strongly about with relationships with other people. But living life with regrets, it so often revolves, kind of like what you talked about with revolving around guys, it just revolves around relationships because you make so many of your decisions yeah. based on relationships in your life. Yeah. So that's interesting yeah. that I didn't expect this conversation to go this way, but I'm glad that it did. Yeah, me either. <laughs> so, um, yeah. so with that being said, you said that were you use this rubric when you're making big decisions in your life. Um, I don't know whether or not you're going to regret this, but in the long run, you're going to eventually make a bad decision, even if you thought you wouldn't regret it in the first place. And so... How do you cope with making the wrong choice since it's inevitable that okay. we are going to do that? Right. See, the thing is, like, I I don't believe that there, if you use this kind of idea and this thinking, okay. that you make a wrong choice. Okay. Explain I think yourself. This is about owning the choice that you make. Ah, okay. And it's. It's owning your choices and owning decisions that you make and understanding why you've made that decision. And, and you know, you don't have to regret it, even if, yeah, it turned out really crappy or, you know, totally backfired. Yeah. Um, something happened that you didn't expect. But the thing is, you are at peace with what you've done because you've put your, you put yourself out there you made the decision that you thought was best for you at the time. Yeah. And you have to own it and have peace about it. That's, yeah. Or I guess owning it gives you peace. Yes, I love it. that. I love that. So it's, I don't think it's, I don't think it's about right or wrong answers or doing things that's right or wrong. So. Yeah, that's interesting <laughs> because I, um, one time we were, I was on a girl's trip with two of my good friends and on the way home we got onto the subject of regret and like just some things that we regret in our lives um and I I in general I don't live with a lot of regret in my life but I have two examples of things that I they're they're silly little examples but there was this one example of um when I was in middle school I rode the bus with some 
I guess, younger kids. I guess I was in high school and they were in middle school because the middle schoolers and the high schoolers were on the same bus. And so every single day, one of these middle schoolers would get bullied by these younger high schoolers, younger than me, is what I mean by that. And they would just bully the heck out of her, and then she'd be annoying, and they bully her more, and you know how that cycle goes often. And one day, she finally cracked, and she just started crying. Um, And what's interesting is, like, in my mind, that would be the time to stop bullying, but instead these girls just started digging into her even more, saying stuff like, oh, you're going to cry now? You're going to cry now? Like, oh my gosh, like, can't believe that, and... Um, look how ugly you are when you cry and stuff like that. And I just, I remember sitting there, I know, I know. And I just remember sitting there thinking that I needed to say something. Um, and I didn't, and I have thought about that decision for up until that was when I was probably 15 or 16 and I'm 32 now. So a long time. And I just, I look back at that day and I regret it so, so much. Um, but it's yeah. interesting that, like, the power that I can feel from just owning that choice. Because at the time, I was a painfully shy person. And so the idea yeah. of, like, standing up to someone, even a younger person, to me, like, that was just something I couldn't do. Now, I would have been like, uh-uh, who do you think you are? You know what I mean? And so I have to give myself right. grace, and I have to give myself that peace that, like, I, I couldn't yeah. have done better than what I did. I wish I would have. Right. But I couldn't have right. done better. I was also and not expecting future, to tell that story. You can make that decision. Yes, and in the right. future, I can make that decision. And so, yeah. it's just interesting. I was not expecting to tell that story, but it's it's just interesting. When you told yeah. me that your topic was regret, I immediately thought of that story because of this road trip I went on. And we all were sitting there yeah. telling our biggest regrets. And I'm, I'm glad that's my biggest regret because I <laughs> haven't done anything crazy in my life. But right. I not still like think about it. Or anything. Yeah. yeah, no, I haven't done that yet. Who knows what's going to happen in the future, but. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. so. No, I think, I think it's very interesting because I mean, there are things that, you know, you can do to, um, I guess, come to peace with also accepting, you know, kind of who you were at the time. Yeah. I, I guess I'm, you know, kind of thinking about regrets in your past that you can't change. Yes. And making, you know, decisions, better decisions from this point on, or, you know, now not, never allowing somebody to be bullied in front of you. Yes. Um, you know, these are all things like, yeah, you may still have a little twinge of regret, but no, I mean, it should bring you peace and knowing that, you know, you are a changed person because of that event. Yes, I, I definitely am. And I, yeah, I'm very sensitive to stuff like that. Like I can't even watch it on movies it's i'm very sensitive yeah. to it because of that experience even though that's a seemingly yeah. small experience but it's 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 crazy how small experiences can really shape your life you know oh absolutely absolutely and it's, and it's such pivotal and impressionable times in your life you know those little things yeah, yeah. really affect how you react to things in the future as an adult it's, it's therapy man therapy therapy, therapy i should go <laughs> Hashtag therapy. Hashtag. Um, Okay, so how is this philosophy affecting your life right now? Um, I think probably, um, well, what I'm living in right now would be uh, the fact that I've decided to start my own architecture firm. Which is amazing. (laughs) Which is 
kind of a little nuts. Yeah. Um, granted, uh, the time that we are in right now, this COVID-19 stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, but the thing is, like, I've, I've, I've kind of gotten to a point, and I've worked in, in jobs um, where I feel like I have a very well-rounded, um, you know, portfolio of knowledge, and that now, you know, why not? Why not? Try. Why not try it, you know? And... And I was very, you know, I'm very thankful, very blessed to, you know, have gotten paid for a job that I did last year that I didn't think I was actually going to get paid for. So, you know, I do have, you know, a little bit of financial security for a couple, you know, for a few months that's that's going to help me start this firm. But um, it's totally scary. It took me several months. Like, I've been contemplating starting my own firm for years. Yeah. Um, But then it didn't really kind of come into being a real thought until I guess October, November, September, October, November mm-hmm. this last year. And then it wasn't until January that I finally made the decision and decided to jump in, you know, wow. um, and actually do it. And it's, it's been scary, but I know this is, you know, I know I have the tools and I can do it. Um, but it's, it's um, something that I would regret not doing or trying in the future. Yeah. yeah. So I did it. I'm so proud of you. That's amazing. It's incredible. It's, <laughs> it's scary. And, <laughs> you know, if anybody out there that listens to this, if they deem the architect, let me know. Yeah. Um, contact Grace. She'll let you know how awesome my architectural skills are. She is good. She's very good. Um, right. I judge your... Um, yeah, your, your, uh, what's it called? The, the gingerbread houses. Yeah, she does. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like that Eve does not look even. I know, and that's why I didn't win your vote this last year. Oh. That's so funny and true. And true. You need to join the gingerbread competition. I'd love to see what you put together. Um, oh my gosh, that would be so much fun. Oh my gosh, it would be. But yeah. I feel I feel you though with this on a very smaller scale because I don't financially need the podcast. I don't make any money doing this. But I feel like it was a very conscious decision where it's like I feel this nudge to do something, and I yeah. thought about it for a couple years, and I just knew that I would regret not doing it. Even though like sometimes it's hard and sometimes I'm not motivated. Even though I'm still in the beginning, but like it's something that I think is worthwhile, and so I just have to keep saying. I gotta live yeah. my life without regret. So I, that's right. I'm glad that's that you right, put my unconscious thoughts into conscious thoughts. So no, I think it's no, absolutely. I think it's great, and I think I think I kind of you know tried to articulate this before to you. Like I really think that this podcast is a wonderful idea. It's different than anything you know I've kind of listened to or heard, and it's I think it's wonderful. You know, it's. Um, it's very, very important now in this time, you know, people cutting each other down, people right. constantly, um, you know, picking on each other, nitpicking or being judgmental. Yeah. You know, it's very, very important to get out the message of um, love and, you know, making people better yeah. um, around you. Yeah. You know? yeah. I want people, you know, around me to to have, I guess, benefited from 
knowing me. You know, like I want people to have better lives. Like I want yes. people to, you know, to be. Leave people better than you me. found them. I don't them. want to drag people down. Right. Yes. Basically. Leave people better than you found them. That's one of my favorite quotes. Right. I don't know yeah. who said it, yeah. but I believe it. Yeah. Um. You know, my mom or my my mom and dad they both used to teach us uh, teach my sisters and I that you always leave a room better than the way you found it. Yes. And you can apply that to life too. You can. <laughs> With friends, always leave a friend better than <laughs> when you found it. Wow, it's late. Okay. <laughs> well, with that, I would like. With that being said, it is late. I would like to thank you for coming on the podcast today. Um, you yeah. gave me you gave me a lot to think about because, like I said, like I think I unconsciously have had the same kind of rubric in my life, but I appreciate yeah. that you were able to like put it into conscious words, and I definitely will be using this thought stream in the yeah. future to like come at peace with my regrets of the past, even though they may be few, and to move forward without more regrets. Right. Um, Good. And so I just want to go on. Yep. I was just going to say, living without regret is awesome. You should roll that way. Yes. Well, and when we were friends in St. Louis, and you would always update me on your little life, and I'd always just be like, girl, you are so brave. (laughs) And so I I definitely appreciate your example of bravery and putting yourself out there. So, um, anyway, I will. Right right back at you. Yes, yes, thank Thank you. you. I will wrap, go ahead and wrap this up, and hopefully we can all continue to live our lives or start living our lives without any regrets. If you like what you hear on this podcast or other episodes, I would just encourage you to go onto Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. I really appreciate any kind of feedback that I can get from my listeners. As always, if you would like to follow up with updates as far as the podcast go, you can follow me on Instagram at SheBuildsMeUp. And you can also email me if you ever want to reach out. I always love hearing from my listeners. 